Welcome to Now Try This, a podcast where two best friends get together every week to try new things. I'm Marcus, and that man in front of the collection of flashes is Nick. How are you? Are you knocking me with how many flashes I have? I don't know how I've gotten so many flashes. Flash is my favorite, but you know how many of these flashes I've bought myself? Like one, two? two? Yeah. That's how it works. It's this weird gift giving thing that when you say you like something, people will just gift it to you a lot, not knowing anything else about you. Or maybe they do, but they know that's your main jam. So they'll just keep gifting you the same thing. So you just end up with a huge collection of whatever that thing is. I love the Flash, but I would be cool with two nice figures. I don't need, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six that you can see in the shot. Yeah. So <laughs> everyone who ever gifted Nick a Flash, just why he wants to let you know he doesn't appreciate it. <laughs> nah, that's not true. Joseph gifted me this one, and it's my nicest one. That's also the problem it, with it's, it's like flat. It's fashioned it's flash. over of like old old action figures, so it looks like vintagey, but it's yeah, yeah. nice and new. Yeah, like nice. That. It's pretty nice. But <laughs> and that's guys, the thing. if you want to see these awesome flash figures, you need to check us out at twitch.tv slash now try this cast where we stream our episodes live every week, Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, <laughs> one of the gifters are uh, in the chance at drum bum. I hope Captain Cold is okay. <laughs> Andrew, I love the fact that Captain Cold is Flash, but changes it up. And he matches my white theme. So he was sure. perfect. I have. Where else am I going to find a white action figure? I didn't it's plan perfect. this. This is just what I have. <laughs> I like it. Marcus, what are we here for? Nick, this week you gave me the challenge of watching Reacher. It's not about a guy who gives reach arounds under a bridge. It's about former cop and military man who reaches a small town and tries to solve a murder? That's his brother? You nailed it. Marcus, uh, that is right. Every week we challenge each other to try something. This was my week. Uh, And last week was the Patreons week. That's right. Once a month, you guys get to decide what we try. So last week, we were challenged to do Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the newest horror movie on Netflix. Guys, go check out that episode because me and Marcus got heated. It did. <laughs> yeah, we had to go to therapy, couples therapy after that. Yeah, uh, but we are OK. We worked through it. We have now uh, uh, communication tricks and tips to use. Yes. Marcus, is there anything you would like to say before I continue? I feel like you are still wrong about Texas Chainsaw <laughs> <laughs> you're not i went i went back and listened to the episode and that was a great film and my points all still valid guys if you want to join the conversation join us at patreon.com slash now try this cast every dollar patron gets to vote and if you are so willing to get five you get to suggest and get into that voting pool about what we do every month just mm-hmm. like drum bum in the chat is a patron and he's going to suggest something next month i bet Hell yeah. Let's do it. I'm Hell excited to see yeah. what that is. Nick. But he also said I need to get a white lantern flash. And honestly, I feel like I could get a white lantern flash and a blue lantern flash. That would be cool. But then where would I but where would I put Sailor Mercury? Sailor Mercury is she's not so a flash member. So she needs to move. I see blue I know, she's up, the only one that... I see blue up one shelf. She could go up there. You mean up here? Yeah, to the right. Yeah. That's, that's green. That's Bulbasaur. Oh, I can't see from there, man. All right. Gabbage. I thought that said Gengar, and I was very confused. Guys. 
Check us everywhere at Now Try This Casted. Talk to us, and you can leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Spotify. It really helps out the show. Now, Marcus, before we get to Reacher, have you been trying anything new as of late? I have been playing Elden Ring, uh, which I absolutely you and love. everybody else. It's very good. I am surprised the amount of people playing Elden Ring. A lot of first timers into the Souls franchise are deciding yeah. Elden Ring is the good entry point. And it's not, but it's, it's not an entry in the franchise. It's like a, it's like a spinoff, right? Like it's like a no, new it's, world. It's, it's not a, it's an entry. It's not a Souls game, but it is a Souls game. Like it's the one company making all the games. So none of them have anything to do with one another. So like Dark Souls 3, Dark Souls 2, it doesn't fucking, it's not like it's telling the same story. Oh, I thought there was, it was like the same world. It's the same world, but like Final Fantasy. We're like Final Fantasy one and two are like, yeah, Final Fantasy are really not the same world, though. They like very much like aren't the same world. Yeah, exactly. It's I don't know. It's the same franchise, but it's not. It doesn't matter. I don't know that much about the lore because the games don't tell you jack shit. If you want to know about the lore of Dark Souls, <laughs> you have to watch a two and a half hour long video on YouTube and figure out what's going on. All right. But this one's special because there is a little more lore because George R.R. R. Martin helped out with it, right? There is barely any more lore. And it's basically oh, okay. like Edge Lord, Lord of the Rings is the storyline that's happening right there. And I don't know how much George R.R. R. Martin contributed towards the story because he got he probably got a fat a paycheck credit. for like 10 hours of work. That's what happens when you make one of the <laughs> most successful franchise fan fantasy yeah. franchises let, ever. Let me watch a two and a half hour video on the lore of Elden Rings, and then I'll let you know if George R. Martin did a good job writing. Marcus, it sounds like you should challenge me not to play Elden Ring. No, you would hate just it. Just to learn about Elden Ring, mm. and then we have a whole podcast about it. Guys, if you're interested in us <laughs> talking or streaming Elden Ring at all, let us know at now try this cast. Good. If there was like an Elden Ring anime or something that was like a companion piece to the game, I'd probably recommend that. That's that's true of all those fucking games, though. Final Fantasy, uh, there should be animes based on every single one of the numbers every time. Yeah, that's true. uh, Seven gets... I love seven, but it gets a lot of love. Everyone does. It gets a lot. It gets of too love. much love. It gets too much love. Spread the love. It's had a too many bit. spinoffs. I can't even like keep up. But like mm-hmm. Final Fantasy eight, Final Fantasy. I would I would say Final Fantasy eight and ten are both and nine. Well, eight, nine, and ten are like really, really revered in the communities. Like people who love those games really love those games. And what else do we have from those games? That's true. If you gave me a Final Fantasy anime, I would watch the shit. Ten two got a sequel. Ten got a sequel. Yeah, but have you played it? It's really dumb i know it's dumb so, okay, but it got a sequel <laughs> so i know you know what it is but for everyone out there so final fantasy 10 was this great game it like honestly i think it's one of the i think some of the other stories might be more interesting but final fantasy 10 is like the most streamlined version of like the final fantasy games it's like very straightforward it was perfect for how old i was and it was a really great game. It was very cinematically beautiful. It was it was like good versus evil. It was mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah. So people like the other ones more for the intrigue of what's going on. But Final Fantasy X is a great Final Fantasy game. Then they released Final Fantasy X two, which is a sequel to it mm-hmm. that took place five years later. It is nothing like Final Fantasy X, not even a little bit. The story of Final Fantasy X is the main character or X two is Final Fantasy X's main character didn't exist during that time, so he leaves. So then the main character, the other main character, the female main character, is searching for him, but she can't find him because he doesn't exist. And that game finishes without you finding him. And the whole conceit of how to play that game is no longer the turn-based system we know and love with gun swords and fucking even fucking blitzball. I would have took some fucking blitzball, but instead it's dress spheres. So instead of having weapons, 
you use different orbs to change your outfits and your outfits have different powers. So it turns into like Sailor Moon. Nick, beautiful. Beautifully What's said. Up? Nick, I was laughing to myself while you were saying that because... Yeah, I know. I thought that was a great description. I it was a I great description. It. The demographic for Reacher and Final Fantasy X 2... <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of overlap there. Since when do we tailor make episodes for the demographic? If people ended up thinking, I was just laughing like a Joe Rogan type coming in, be like, yeah, let's see what these guys have to say about Jack Reacher. And then we're like, so Final Fantasy X2 has a great magic system where you. (laughs) Well, that's why I usually put in the reviews for when we get into a lot of tangents where the actual review starts. That's true. So keep an eye out for that. I don't know if it's helpful, but I usually. (laughs) do i usually i usually do Uh, in terms of me trying something new marcus Uh uh-huh i didn't ask but sure clayton on the (laughs) clayton on the bachelor finally got to his fantasy suites and oh boy is there drama spicy and vitual let me ask you something did you watch hannah brown season of the like final fantasy to the bachelor's to reach her sure sure. you watch hannah brown season and you know her whole thing is jesus still loves me jesus still loves me and she slept with a a whole bunch of her final fantasy and she was like rewarded for it. She was like, you're the best bachelorette ever. Clayton did the same thing. He slept with multiple of his fantasy sweet women mm-hmm. and he is getting eviscerated for it. It is wild. I don't know what's going on. Everything is like shifted in like the world of Bachelor Bachelorette. And it's like people hating on Clayton 24-7 for everything he says and does. It's wild. I will say there is an amount of hating on that happens in a lot of people seasons like i think some people go this there to really shit on other people yeah i feel like people come in with the toxicity of love is blind and they're like great i'm gonna bring that to this as well and did you watch love is blind no i just see a lot of tiktoks about love is blind and i'm like I'm, i know everything that happened on that show apparently just based on the damn TikToks. it i should have gave you i should have gave you love is blind season two instead of this garbage fuck that would have been what crazy. garbage reacher you should all watch love. <laughs> did you just call yeah. reacher garbage <laughs> no it's great marcus <laughs> oh no so I, as I'm we interested get to see what happens our- in this episode <laughs> As we get into our episode of Reacher here, Marcus, what did you know about Reacher? What did you know about this franchise, this show? Anything at all, please tell me. I knew that there were two Jack Reacher movies with Tom Cruise, and I might not even know that because there could just be one and I could be wrong. But I'm assuming there were two movies and I had absolutely no interest in seeing them. I remember the trailers was him eating a pie in a diner and then the cops came and he was like, I'm Jack Reacher. And and then I was like, this looks stupid. This looks very bad. And I don't want to watch this, especially I don't uh, I don't know. I guess I do have stuff against Tom Cruise. But in every Tom Cruise movie, I'm like, I could kick his ass. I think I could kick Tom Cruise's ass. He's like an amazing like stunt forming he, like, i have height he does like amazing feats i have of height on my side missions. i have height on my side and i'm kind of crazy like i think i could do it <laughs> but you could this I guy love, this big six six foot yeah. five muscle man kick my ass yeah kick my ass any yeah. day <laughs> or i guess that's so funny that you say that because it's a big thing in the community so jack reacher in the books is like alan richson he is a big beefcake muscly tall boy Mm -hmm. and when tom cruise got cast everyone who read the books hated it hated it there was huge campaigns against him in the the argument (laughs) 
Darren says, oh, he's six foot five. The show hadn't mentioned that. <laughs> they mentioned his height like 20 times per episode. It's because of the it's because of the fan base. They yeah, were fucking yeah, yeah. pissed when Tom yeah. Cruise got. So some people say like those those movies wouldn't even be made because Tom Cruise was a fan of the books and he's the one that made made them get made. You know, okay. like yeah. that's usually how it goes. Fair enough. But yeah, people have been shitting on Tom Cruise for not being big enough including the author of the books. That's awesome. Since those movies came out. That's awesome. I love that. I love and when the when author the, of the books this, comments and is like, no, I disagree. Marcus, my favorite thing about Lee Child, who is the author of these books, when asked about Alan Richardson, it was like, uh-huh. how do you feel about the casting? He said, the casting's perfect. He's tall. <laughs> <laughs> do you know his name his name is like james he something more the, the writer of the, the book the writer his name lee child lee, lee child, child is a pen name his real name is like james b whatever he's like a british dude oh yeah he's a british dude i forgot oh, james name. dover grant yeah that's his name. why do you know his why do james you know his real name dover grant oh yes i write about american military men while i sip on my tea are you shitting at him because he's British? Yeah, fuck British people. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> okay. Well, Marcus, as I, the reason I gave this show, I love, I, I really love a lot of Tom Cruise movies and inadvertently i i don't think i'm like a huge tom cruise fan like i'm not like an apologist or like a like i think he's really weird and he does crazy shit he's got crazy mm-hmm. eyes i think that's why mm-hmm. he does good in these movies like, tom cruise movie but fan? mission impossible movies but mission impossible movies i love mission impossible movies edge of tomorrow i think that's a fantastic film I agree. like i think that's he has good. just been in some great great films and that i really like and so i watched the jack reacher films the first one and the second one and i i loved them i thought they were great I thought he was good in them. I thought they were entertaining. They were like exactly what the show is. It's like this ex-cop fucking Sherlock Holmes, but can kick your ass walking around, dude, Mm -hmm. this fucking drifter guy that keeps going, you know, and I was like, cool conceit. So I was and I wasn't gonna when I found out that was a show, I was like, ah. The show's probably going to be like that Jack Ryan show with John Krasinski, which I don't like. Mm, Okay. I started it. I thought it was really okay to start because I love John Krasinski. Yeah, yeah. I like I like the character, the Tom Clancy character. There was a Chris Pine movie that I liked uh, based on that character. But the movie ends up being so much about like accounting and terrorism through accounting that it was just like boring. It was like it just fucking gets to the cool shit. Like I I am not one of those like red blooded hot Americans where I need like fucking action and guns and my shit. But like fucking punch somebody. I don't know. Like fucking do mm-hmm. something. Like after you're sl- I like I like Batman. Like he's gonna do mm-hmm. all this crime shit and then he's gonna go punch you in the face. Like that's that's I, what I grew up on. That's, I, I like comic books. You know. I feel like you when you watch something you want what they are saying they're gonna deliver at the very least. And if yeah. a, if a movie's like action, he's in the he's in war, military, you're like, "Give me war, give me military." Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I you're I am in for the conceit if you tell me what the yeah, yeah, you love Die Hard. Yeah. Like that's, you know, like Die Hard's great. I'm Fuck sure yeah. we're going to talk about like the like the the, co- the comparisons of the American hero and like mm-hmm. the dissection of what that has oh, been. Oh yeah, over let's the last talk about that. That's definitely what we're going to talk about. <laughs> But uh, but but then I found out this was Alan Richson, and I liked. I've always liked Alan Richson. Mm-hmm. I've always he's like been he's popped up in things. Yeah, he was Aquaman uh, in the I, CW like Smallville stuff. The Smallville show. Yeah, he was Raphael in the TMNT mm-hmm. Michael Bay movies. Yep. He was Hawk in Hawk and Dove, mm-hmm. and I always liked him. But I've always thought he's had like shitty roles. Like he hasn't had anything that I've really yeah. like been able to like watch him shine. Yeah. And then everyone was talking about how amazing he was, and honestly, the reason. I started watching the show oddly enough is shout out 
to another podcast. Uh, I was listening to Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, what is it called? I forgot what it's called. It's called Inside Inside of Michael Rosenbaum. Mm. Right? No, Inside, Inside of You. With? Inside of Inside You. Inside of You. Okay. Inside of You is the, is the podcast. I've been seeing a lot of clips and on YouTube L- of him. Same. I, I'll, mm. I'll watch like a random one with Brandon Routh. Yeah, yeah, Adam, yeah. Or, or Tom Welling. And I'm mm-hmm. talking about their old Smallville ba- days. Super interesting. I think Michael Rosenbaum, he was the voice of The Flash in the Justice League cartoon yep. i'm a fan of him he he speaks super real and honest mm-hmm. and he's a big advocate of mental health stuff so I, i've always liked the show i always watch clips but then alan richardson was on a whole bunch of clips and like they were talking about really interesting cool things and i like respected all the things he was saying yeah so i checked out the show went through the show really quickly within a couple days yeah, yeah, yeah. watching and i loved it and i wanted you to watch it because i thought i knew it was something you would never watch 100%. like on your own yeah because this is just isn't your genre it's not something you gravitate towards mm-hmm. but but I found it's really compelling, grounded, sincere okay. in a way that was nice. That a, a sincerity you usually don't get from these kind of shows. They're usually like super dark and gritty or like if you go watch an NCIS episode or something like that, they're just like so like melodramatic. And there are moments of melodrama in this. this... But because of like because of Roscoe and, and Finley, the supporting cast and the way that Alan Ritson plays Reacher, yeah. I think it feels sincere to me. So I really liked it. This feels like an old school TV show. Like I was during the second episode, I was watching and I I turned to Darren and was like, this is Walker, Texas Ranger. Like I grew up with my Puerto Rican grandma who didn't speak any English. She watched three shows. She watched Walker, Texas Ranger, Quantum Leap and The Incredible Hulk. And so we would just watch those shows all the time. So I've watched so many episodes of Walker, Texas Ranger. And I was like, this is the same show. This is the same yeah. exact show. Has very similar vibes to that show. It has a similar pacing to that show. It's it's other than like I think Walker Texas Ranger had like sort of like a, a enemy of the week, criminal of the week kind of thing. This doesn't sure. have that, but it does have like I wouldn't be surprised if the writer was influenced by Chuck Norris for the writing of this character. Holy, but yeah, walk me through it. You started watching the show. I started watching the show, and immediately <laughs> I was annoyed that there wasn't a theme song and maybe it's because of the texas chainsaw not texas chainsaw she's texas walker walker texas ranger jesus christ <laughs> tripping me up because of walker texas ranger maybe i was like there should be a theme song to this yeah you know i feel like well, there could be like? a theme song well if there was a theme song for something like reacher i mean because again it's a sincere show it's not melodramatic but there's a level of like superhero-ness coming from reacher like 100 what would a full-blown blonde-haired american ex-military fucking like gi joe <laughs> motherfucker walking around theme song sound like marcus I, I let's see i now i just have america fuck yeah in my head america fuck yeah, fuck yeah. something like that would be great just like an explosion a bald eagle eagle fly of the flag waving in the background some like military paraphernalia around i'm into it Uh and then it's just like jack reacher kicking ass and taking names i used to be a cop now my brother is dead i don't know why but i found out soon jack reacher hell yeah peacemaker oh good peacemaker kind of like that something like that be fun yeah exactly like that honestly it'd be very funny oh yeah he was the micro penis guy in new girl also did you see that episode 
It was a good episode. He he shows up and he's like this hot, cool guy. And then she yeah. dates him and she's like, oh, he has a micro penis. And then she's like, you know what? I'm not going to let that deter me because it's something he can't control. It's genetic, like whatever. I'm going to date him and like see past that. And then he ends up being just a massive piece of shit. And she's like, OK, cool. I'm not, I'm not I don't have to date you. <laughs> and he, then was, he did a good job. But then is, oh, but then did he forget? like, oh, it's because of my penis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, always yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think he's one of those guys that he's one of those TV guys that have been doing stuff for so long. He was yeah. in Blue Mountain State. He's just been he seems working, like a nice guy a working too, actor so long. And well, I, I really want to talk about that because I think I don't know if he's always been a nice guy, but like lately, a lot of what the Michael Rosenbaum uh, Inside of You podcast mm-hmm. was talking about. And I would tell you, I'll send you a clip. I, everyone should go check it out his interview. He was talking about his road. Did you know Aquaman was his first gig? His yes, first TV gig? I didn't know that. Yeah. that? Which is wild, which is wild. And he talks about that. He talks about where he came from. But he also talked about when he attempted to take his own life. Oh, wow. And when he was diagnosed being bipolar. Mm-hmm. And when, uh, and like all these things that was happening uh, while he was. And a lot of the conceit of the interview was him talking about how nobody tells you that when you get to the point that he's at, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. And it's not about the destination. It's not about making. It's not about any of that because there's nothing there waiting for you. Yeah. And he's got a wife and a kid. And he was talking about how, you know, working through that with his kids and his wife. And he was just really open and honest. And and like Alan Richin is a big manly dude. Yeah. Like people look at him. He's like, yeah, Texas fucking Chuck Norris bitch over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's talking about like going to see a therapist and being bipolar and like how it was just really kind and really sincere mm-hmm. of him like talking about his struggles yeah. and his struggles with mental health and what he deals with every day and his mindset behind things. Yeah. Maybe that's why I like him because I saw that same interview too and I was like, ah, I like this guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> and like, great, great. even though I had no intention of watching this show, I was like, man, yeah. people were saying it's good. People were like really talking about it. And the fact that he seems like yeah. a good dude, I was like, maybe I'll watch an episode. But then you gave it to me. Yeah. I was like, great, cool. Now I have to watch it. I, I think I think we have been so disappointed with our action stars and with, uh, you know, our celebrities yeah. lately when when one comes out and they give us even a mock room of like, oh, are you a good person? I want to support you. Yeah. I want to go yeah, yeah, check yeah. it out. Yeah. But I also think it's the, the show's good. But yeah, a crazy, crazy interview. Uh, everyone should definitely check it out. So here you are. So you start in Margrave, mm-hmm. Georgia. He gets off the bus. He, just like you said, he goes to the diner, orders a yeah, pie. Yeah, orders a pie. The, the cops come. They arrest him. They take him to prison. He's like, what the fuck is going on? You find out and there's he doesn't a, say a goddamn a murder. Thing. Well, he doesn't say anything. Yes, he doesn't say anything, which is apparently th- a big thing uh, with the character of Jack Reacher. There's like yeah. so many parts in the book where he's like, he he stood there silently and you're like oh. yeah <laughs> and apparently did you see the part where he was talking about his audition yeah, go ahead where they were like yeah during his audition they were like in the is his piece that he was supposed to read was just like stand there silently <laughs> or yeah. whatever and he didn't get it and he, and he didn't, didn't get, get it. it yeah but then nobody got it yeah and they went through all the auditions again mm-hmm. and they and saw something yeah. in his yeah they're like maybe yeah. that was a bad tactic let's give him some lines to say this time yeah well it kind of sounds like the casting director was fired and got replaced yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> is what happened. i don't know i think i i love that because i think so so much so we're like told what to think about our main characters our action heroes mm-hmm. yeah you know but like it's one of the reasons why we like Die Hard, right? Like mm-hmm. they don't tell us who Die Hard is; they show us who Die Hard is. <laughs> die Hard, because I call him the Die Hard. The titular yeah. character Die Hard. The titular character Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> 
they, they, they don't tell us who he is. They show us who he is, right? And I, I felt like it. they're trying to do that here too, where it's just like, he's like, the way he looks around the diner, like he's like, oh, I can fucking make a scene, but there's mm-hmm. a kid here, there's yeah, an old lady yeah, here, yeah. so let me just pull my hands up. So you see his character, mm-hmm. then you see his calm. But then you also see his ethics when he looks down the dude about to beat up his girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Which I really, I, I know it's fucking corny, but he's like, what you looking at? And he just keeps staring at him. He's like, you're right. I'll try to do better. It was a bad week for me. I'm going to stop. I'll, <laughs> I'll be honest. And I, I'm going to jump around a little bit, I guess, because I don't Please. remember the like beat for beat details of the show. But I felt like a lot of the show was corny, which is like not yeah. I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily. But I do yeah. want to point it out that I felt like a lot of the show <laughs> felt like I was watching a CW show. It felt like the acting's better than that for sure. Yeah. But it felt like I was watching one of those kinds of shows. It felt like it was a little corny. the characters were like superheroes instead of like being actual characters. Like I, yeah. I, I said this to Darren, but watching this feels like this is a superhero for people that used to make fun of kids who like superheroes you know what i mean like (laughs) (laughs) i I guess so yeah like i could imagine like i i mean the gi joe i enjoyed part of this but it is a gi joe i could imagine someone who would beat me up for liking batman liking this show when it is the same as batman Yeah, a hundred percent. But I also like when I see Batman and he's not Batman. I think it's fun. <laughs> like that's why I thought the corniness, the corniness works for me because yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, it was corny. Like this person Walker, doesn't exist. Texas Ranger. It's giving me a lot of yeah. nostalgia for that show. Well, good, good. Have you watched any of the new Texas? Walker I'm not going to watch the new Walker? one. No, I would never watch the old one again either. I just, it was a time and place thing. I totally want to. If I had a million hours a day, I would totally check it out just for yeah. um fucking uh, Padalecki. Fucking Jared Padalecki, he's a supernatural good dude. guy. He seems yeah. like a really nice yeah. person too. I keep yeah, almost I giving you Quantum Leap, but that show is very problematic. <laughs> and so oh, is it? I was like, yeah, it is. Like. I feel like he he the whole thing is the main character Scott Bakula ends up like jump, jumping into people's bodies and he jumps into like person with like Down syndrome's body and that episode's kind of like cringy and weird how they deal with stuff and he even jumps into like a black person's body during like the civil rights movement and he jumps into like and like as a kid it like taught me empathy. they did not it taught me they empathy. Did not shy away from anything no they did not <laughs> he jumps into like a, a patient in like an insane asylum when they used to like just throw everybody in insane asylum and he's trying to convince people that he's not crazy but the whole time he's telling people that he's someone else in that body and they're like you're definitely crazy <laughs> <laughs> so like it's, oh, it no. i remember being a kid i'm like oh wow okay like you're learning a lot about how other people live their lives and what's like to be treated like you know if you were a black person during the civil rights movement and stuff like that so as a kid i appreciated it and it was almost like a like a history lesson i guess but a, not one that you should learn you should learn history from your teachers and not scott back from your teachers anyway yes it was bringing me back the show brought me back a lot yeah you yeah, know uh, i i you don't get uh i i, I like the corniness i think mm-hmm. it, it brought me back to a simpler age that's fine of like times of like the walker and like things like that which is I, why i, I, I kind of liked it i was saying like when i watched this show i'll be honest the writing doesn't feel strong to me i think the overarching plot is interesting enough to hold you but the like beat for beat dialogue is 
a lot of times it's it repeats things for emphasis, which is it's his tactic in writing. Sure. But when it happens so many times per episode in just like the two episodes, it's like kind of gets annoying, especially when it's like they're repeating certain things within like a line from each other. Like there's one line where it was like, I was a cop in Boston and I recognized since I was in Boston, like he said, Boston that he was from Boston two lines in a row. And I was like, what is the So fuck? you don't forget. <laughs> so you don't forget. What if you forgot? You know, it's important. And he's constantly talking about being six, five. It's just very funny. How many times they repeat the same information over and over again. Details matter, Marcus. They do. They do. But it was weird. <laughs> I was like, okay, chill out, dude. We get it. We get it. He's a black guy from Boston. We got it. Yeah. I think my favorite thing about the show is I think I really, really, really believe Alan i think he does a great job mm-hmm. his stoic nature his sure. physique his i think he's funny when he needs to be i think he's empathetic empathic when he needs to be i think he's like a psycho when he needs to be i think mm-hmm. it's great i think for me that why the show works is because of roscoe and finley i think those actors do a great great job for what mm-hmm. they're with because i i'll never forget how much i loved the first season of daredevil okay how much i loved daredevil and how much i did not like watching the show uh, and i didn't like okay. watching the show because of the supporting characters That's every fair. time we weren't watching daredevil and this is just a blanket statement for most shows sure to have a titular character yeah but you're not watching that main character i'm like i don't care this sucks mm. this is dumb but the small moments when like finley got away roscoe got away and it'll happen more as you watch more mm-hmm. you know those actors are really good they're really really good they know what they're doing yeah they, i believe in them in their roles i believe him as the boston detective that has come down to my grave i believe roscoe as the police officer that's been there her whole life her family helped find found this town i believe them in their roles so as they're like screwing around like mice trying to fucking not die yeah (laughs) as they're trying to piece all this shit together that's way bigger than them Mm -hmm. thank god they have batman with them but if they didn't (laughs) they would be dead you know i i don't want to spoil a lot but there's just one part that i really love where finley is like by himself for a moment and he's like about to get caught yeah and then he's on the phone with reacher and reacher like gives him a play-by-play and like what he do is almost like a magic moment do this do this and Mm -hmm. then feels like what do you want me to do he's like do what i just said and he like saves his life it's like this back and for it out tap between yeah, the three yeah. of them i think is what really makes the show more for me than just another generic cool guy running around knowing everything and yeah. being able to beat everybody up yeah. you know because it's also that it is that a lot like for me right now within the first two episodes it's it's mostly that it is mostly it's them just Richard being the smartest person in the room that he yeah. is the smartest person in the room at all times and he's the strongest and the best at everything he's the perfect <laughs> yeah. human specimen it feels like yeah. Sherlock Holmes for Americans we're like Sherlock Holmes 100%. Like, I imagine there's a lot of British people like oh yes old chum yes you solved another crime you know where <laughs> I feel like this show a lot of Americans are can watch it but like yeah shoot that guy fuck yeah kick his ass it's same thing same vibe I agree. And, and we know from this podcast of how many times they've given you Sherlock Holmesy things. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love when Batman's Sherlock Holmes. I love Sherlock. I love yeah. Sherlock Holmes as things. I love House. House is my favorite TV show, I think, of all time. 
right? Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. I love somebody being able to walk in and proclaim they're the smartest person in the room, and <laughs> then they do. prove it. I, you, I don't know why I that's really your do. jam, but you really do like stuff like that. You like when it, people are like, "Well, I am the smartest one, and I will make you all look stupid." It's your jam, and that's I okay. Think by accident, yeah, I think by accident from time mm-hmm. to time. I do do that. Yeah. And I tell, I say everyone, I, I, I'm better than I used to be growing up. I still do it from time to time. We all have our quirks, but I used to do it all the time because growing up in my small town. Ta- no, it, no, I'm like, I'm not yeah, joking. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. all the time. It's I believe what I it did. is why I'm laughing. <laughs> but because, because growing up, I had nobody I could relate to. My yeah. family was not like me. No one in my school was like me. No one asked questions. No one led with their intellect. And growing up, all I had was that I was kind of smart and clever. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any. I wasn't good at anything special. I was. I didn't have tons of friends or popularity. I didn't connect with anybody mm-hmm. at all. Even Joseph, my best friend since second grade. He is your, now your best friend, too. We love the mm-hmm. dude. We have so much in common with him. I did not growing up. I, I, he was my best friend because he was my only friend growing up i didn't become his best friend still i got over my shit and be, i became a better person right yeah and you know even him i, I would do that shit all the time and like mm-hmm. prove my superiority intellectually yeah. for no reason because of that i think i think for two reasons why i stopped doing that one i realized it was alienating everyone around me for and I sure with anyone yeah i wasn't being empathetic at all it's a rude thing to do mm-hmm. but also i i learned the lesson earlier on that the smartest person in the room realizes they're not the smartest person in the room, right? Uh-huh, There's an 100%. amount of humility that comes from from some wisdom that you gain. Yeah. Even if you're a smart person, and I know you're the same way. I think it's one of the reasons mm-hmm. why we're best friends. Like, I think we have that in common where we know we're smart, but that doesn't mean anything because the person next to us could be smarter in another way. They For could sure. be smarter with us than they know anything yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah. And because I've I learned that lesson, I've been able to pivot away from that personality however watching those things still scratches <laughs> that itch i had growing up where i'm like where i want to walk in a room yeah, yeah, and yeah. fucking shit on everybody because yeah. of how dumb they are. i love that you said that and i i didn't want i was like oh, i know this is why nick likes this show <laughs> like, i was thinking this i was like man nick's like this show because it scratches like everyone has toxic traits right and like you grow and you yeah. learn from them and you like don't do them anymore you like like try to minimize the amount that they come out but sometimes there's something that scratches that toxic part of you and you're like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> even yeah, if it's just yeah, a yeah. fantasy you're never gonna actually 100%. do this you know i dream of the day i could have been like house and just walked in and just proven everyone's an idiot <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah like i dream of being able to do that right like yeah i totally get but that. now i know as an adult and a good person it's you a don't bad do thing that. to do rude <laughs> It's it's rude. It's yeah. it's terrible. There's no merit in it. it. There's nothing there. For me, it's like the opposite. It doesn't mean it doesn't feel good. <laughs> I feel like for me growing up, like I was usually the smartest person in my class and I hated it. And I was upset by it because everyone would cheat on like cheat off my papers for tests. And then oh, I would get in trouble for letting them cheat because I was like, I don't give a shit. I, I'm i taking my test. If they look at my test, that's on them for not learning the material. I don't give a shit. I'm going to take my test and that's it. I'm not going to do extra work to like hide my paper and like do all this shit. I'm not going to I don't care. I'm not going to take my test in a fucking separate room from everybody so they don't copy off of me, which they made me do a few times, which yeah. was fucking annoying. 
anyway so like and i was constantly being picked on for how smart it was and my good grades and stuff like that and i was just like i literally don't know what to do i'm not gonna not answer these questions correctly or like do the homework yeah. or whatever so i was always ashamed of how smart i was and i was constantly wishing i was dumber oh so like That's funny the same thing happened to me i just swerved the other way 100 so when i see shows yeah. like this i i get like this like panic in my heart <laughs> that's like this guy's an asshole stop it they're all gonna hate you for being smart oh <laughs> <laughs> well i'm like yeah yeah you tell them you, yeah. you tell these dummies yeah, yeah you tell yeah, them what's yeah. up yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, oh yeah also <laughs> he kept mentioning the frankenstein monsters thing which is such a, he kept doing like okay jack reacher he's this cool badass guy right so he goes around he knows everything he kicks everyone's ass but sometimes yeah. he was like a little bit of a karen or like just like a little too much not a karen i know what you're talking but about he was like, that like um, um actually kind of guy where he was like i'm um, actually guy. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 actually yeah, yeah. It. it's this this and this i'm um, actually it's frankenstein's monster and it's like um actually it was it was this morning everything yes 11 59 is midnight that was this morning details matter oh god that was so annoying he's a know-it-all he's a know-it-all he's He's a poindexter it's a fucking i'm actually dude i don't i've only watched two episodes but in most things the way this was would go even in house this happened there would be consequences for being a know-it-all so i don't know if there's consequences for him being a know-it-all but i would like to see there be consequences for him being the other consequences he saves everyone's life and he like solves the murder (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) that's the consequences he's amazing he's a superhero (laughs) what a burden what a burden it is no there's a there is a little bit of that he's pushing people away and then by the end he obviously relates with finley and roscoe and their friends you know Mm -hmm. like that's classic yeah yeah yeah. you know that's where the story is going i will say though I was reading a little bit about Lee Child and what he what he was thinking of when he created the Jack Reacher books. First of all, really interesting. He was laid off of his job and he said, oh, I wrote a book so I could not be homeless. It was a purely financial decision. To oh, my God. Create this carrot, which I appreciate. That's yeah. He, badass. Uh, let's see. <laughs> After being made redundant from his job because of corporate restructuring, Grant decided to start writing novels stating they are the purest form of entertainment. And he he wrote them just, yeah. But uh, as he was talking about making Jack Reacher, he said he wanted to do something different than what was out there at the time, which the first book came out in 97. So all the heroes of these crime fiction novels and things were anti-heroes. They were drunks, but they were like going against their demons. They were, you know, they were diehard, right? Mm -hmm. There were people like that. So he like specifically didn't want to make that. He specifically wanted to make an ex-military and everyone was a cop. So Mm -hmm. he made someone that was ex-military and it, it was just interesting how the, he he was like trying to make away from the prototypical yeah. like action hero, the Bruce Willis's of the time. Honestly, every time he was talking, I was like, "So you're talking about Die Hard? Talking about yeah, Die Hard, right? yeah, right? Talking about Die Hard? Yeah, I'm right? trying to make someone that's not Die Hard, but yeah, but in a but way that hard. I feel like, yeah, you just made him yeah. Die Hard. You just made him Batman. Yeah. I guess like he's more annoying and and less cool because you made him like that. You know." 
Yeah. Well, Home Dude has 26 novels. Do you say about Home Jack Dude? Reacher? What the fuck is Home, Home yeah. Dude? Home Dude. Like Home Boy. Home Boy, but, but cooler. But surf Home with dude. surfer vibes. Home Dude. Well, he's a man, so I don't. Uh, Homie. Home Man. I also don't know how he identifies, so Home Dude. Mm. <laughs> so Home Dude, fucking, he's got, he's doing something right. 26 books. That's fine. Respect. Respect. I don't have 26 books. I so. know. He's fucking he, he's written like a book a year since he started making them. You know who also has a lot Actually, of books? Exactly. Harry the guy Potter? who wrote Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt. That guy has like hundreds of books. I don't know. I, I don't know what that is <laughs> at all. I don't know what that is. And I also don't guy, know if they are. It's this guy who self-published and he writes books on Amazon and they're all titled like Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt and like shit like that. Well. I, I, you gotta I respect don't know the hustle. If, do they have the commercial success that Jack Reacher has? Or I would watch this movie. I would watch a movie with this guy, this lead, as the lead of Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt. I think he could pull yeah, it damn off. It. I, hate, I hate that you said that because I totally would too. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Granted, that sounds amazing. I will say this about this guy. He has a podcast where semi-celebrities read his books. Whoa, that's interesting. The writer does? Lee Child has a podcast? Or the one that Marcus is pounded in the butt by my own butt guy. Which one? <laughs> this sounds like it sounds like my dad wrote a porno. Oh yeah, Chuck Tingle. Okay, that's his name. I forgot. Uh, is it like my dad wrote a porno? Same thing? Maybe. I don't know. I ask ask old man Rom. He's the one who gave me the information. <laughs> So the guy, I will say this about the guy. I don't mean to objectify him, but the show objectifies him. He's got really, really thin legs. He's got really thin legs and no butt. I feel like there's a lot of like shirtless scenes. And no point was I looking at his butt. And I want to see his butt. You got to show He put on like 20 pounds of muscle or some shit just for this. Yeah. In the 80s, they would have given us his butt. That's There's fair. a lot of Marcus, man bite in you, the 80s. Well, as we're talking about like all the things he does right, how would how do you think you would fare if you were put in front of these kinds of mysteries as a detective? Uh, terribly. Well, let's find out. Roll the clips. <laughs> we're gonna play a game. <laughs> now try this trivia. Now try this trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia. Now trivia. This. And we're back. We're back. We're back. Marcus. The game of this game is how far can you reach for the culprit? This far. You have a you have a you have a question? Oh, you're this raising far. This far. I have here some quick this is gonna be a quick game. I just have a couple couple little mysteries to see if you can solve. And if you're wondering where I got these from, the title of this article is Detective Mystery Brain Teasers for Kids. Wow. So the first one this, it was with an are, icicle. The murder was committed with an so icicle. Funny. The second nope, that's one. That's not it. That's not. Uh-huh. The killer was in the room the whole time. The third one. Okay. You ready for the actual <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> question? Here's number one. You ready? Mm-hmm. Jack tells Jill. This isn't the $5 bill you left on the table. I found it between pages 15 and 16 of Harry Potter. Jill retorts, you're lying and I can prove it. How did Jill know? This wait, what? This isn't the $5 bill between you left on the table. You left. I found it between pages 15 and 16 of Harry Potter. And Jill says, you're lying and I can prove it. 15 and 16 of Harry Potter. Yeah. It's because there was no, I don't, I haven't read Harry Potter, but is there no page 15 and 16? Every good detective knows everything they need to when the case is put in front uh, of them. Ah, you're right. You're Have right. you never seen you're right. an episode Hold of on. House let, of let Reacher? Me in, let me channel in my Dr. House Reacher uh, persona. That's right. Ah, uh, yes. 
Ah, yes. Between page 15 and 16. Interesting. I know you're lying because Darren helped me in the chat because the pages <laughs> of uh, it would, the odd and the even pages would be on the same piece of paper. So it would not be between them at all. That is correct. Harry Potter, like all other books, has odd number of pages on the right. Therefore, pages 15 and 16 are the front and the back of this same. Hell page. yeah. Nice. You got one. Everybody got gets a little help. Got that with my sidekick. <clears throat> and like in most of these shows, I, a white man, will take the credit for a woman's answer. I guess I'm Hispanic. I, a Hispanic man, will take the credit for, for okay. a woman's answer. Let's see. This next one, uh, do you have a piece of paper? Uh, Sure. No, I'll, I'll, I can chat it to you. I'll put it, I'll no, put no, it in I the I got a piece of paper. Give me, give, me, give me a paper. I'm ready. All right. I'll also put it in the chat. All right. A detective uh-huh. who was mere days from cracking an international smuggling ring okay has finally gone has suddenly gone missing <gasps> now while inspecting his last known location you find a note and it says 710-577-35-34-5508 it says 710-7718 it's in the chat it's in the chat Five. now currently there are three there are three sus- suspects marcus bill john and todd can you break the detective's code and find the criminal's name what are the the guy's name bill john and todd darren says probably todd <laughs> why darren let me take the credit show your work i was i was thinking maybe it was an alphabet thing like mm-hmm. seven would be g one would be a five okay. would be e <laughs> uh-huh but that's not it because that doesn't uh-huh. work out Seven ten, seven hundred ten. that what, what what are the names again todd greg and who bill john and todd bill john and todd i don't know i have a bill let's see okay there's ten dollar bill right there's a ten in there five dollar bills john hancock okay uh-huh i'm there i'm okay. there i'm with you i'm with you these are number of presidents all uh-huh. named john uh-huh so <laughs> it's john john's the answer did you write down the numbers no <laughs> Okay. Write them down for me really quick. Okay, hold on. Write them down. All in one long line. Let's see. Okay, I'm looking at this right, way. Now hold I it up. Nothing. Now hold it up. I see. I see. Turn it upside down, Marcus. I'm, it is upside down. And read down. it to me. Kill. I don't. Bill. I don't, kill Bill. Bill. Bill is. No, read it. What the? This boss. Is, this is. This doesn't make sense. I'm holding it upside down. Do you see anything? Bill. It looks perfect. Bill is boss. He sells oil. <laughs> <laughs> read it. Hold read on, it. Let me. Let me. Bill let me. sells. Oh, Bill me, is me. boss. He oh sells God, oil. I bullshit. see it right there. You didn't put any spaces. You should have put spaces. You said write it all in one line. Bill is B- boss. This boss. is. He sells oil. <laughs> should have just put boobs. Eight zero zero eight five, baby. You're one one. Uh, let's see if you can get. There's two more. There is a man. He is found dead in a circular mansion. Now, the detective, he interviews everybody. He interviews the cook, the maid, and the babysitter. The cook said he couldn't have done it because he was preparing the meal. The maid says she couldn't have done it because she was dusting the corners. Mm-hmm. And the babysitter said she couldn't do it because she was playing with the children. Now, Marcus, who was lying? Hold on. I just was reading Old Man Rom's thing. That even odd page of solution <laughs> broke my mind. I grabbed five books to check. And they're all, hey, they all had it, so... 
There you go. I love that. Okay. I love that. Thank Nick, you so much, again. old man, Ron, for trying Sorry. to prove me wrong. <laughs> read it again. Read it again. I got this. There's a, ma- a man found dead in a circular mansion. The detective knew the cook, the maid, and the babysitter. The cook said they couldn't have done it because they were preparing the meal. The maid said she couldn't have done it because she was dusting the corners. Okay. The babysitter said she couldn't do it because she was playing with the children. Mm-hmm. Who was well lying. i'm assuming there would be no corners in a circular area so let's just say it was the maid that was lying ding 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 nice. it was the maid Hell there are yeah. no corners in a circular mansion Woo! okay you got two two uh, one uh, i got I... that one let's go if you tie this one i will give you a fifth one as a tiebreaker if not maybe you can win the whole kit and caboodle you let's ready go. let's go a man went into a party and drank some of the punch he then left early now, everyone else at the party who drank the punch subsequently died of poisoning. Why did the man not die, Marcus? Because he poisoned everybody? No. Because the poison happened after he left? No. A man went into the party and drank some of the punch. He then left. Everyone at the party who drank the punch subsequently died of poisoning. Why did the man not die? The food was poisoned? Oh, yeah. Well, there's, he didn't say there was food at the party. Uh, there was no food at the party. The music was poisoned. It was like a Batman scenario. He killed them through dance. Uh, nope. It was a different punch? Nope. It was d- a delayed poison. Say that last thing again? It was a delayed poison. The poison was in the ice? <laughs> yes! The poison was in the ice, Marcus! Yeah! The poison was in the Woo! ice! I got yes! it. Yes! Yeah, uh, nice. You want one more anyway? Yeah, let's do it. All right. A crime has been committed at Fremont Street. The main suspect is a man named Sean Baker. It was said that a man had been walking along the pathway when he was suddenly shot in the stomach. The suspect had brown hair, blue eyes, and wore a baggy Armani suit, just like Sean Baker's. Sean was asked to tell the story right from the beginning, and he said, Well, I was just hanging around the park when I saw this man walking along the pathway. Suddenly, a guy came up from behind him and shot him. I ran home as fast as I could. The policeman asked him to give a description of the murderer, and he said, You had a red mustache, red hair, and a baggy Armani suit on. And the policeman said, I think this man is telling a lie. How did you know? Crime has been committed in Fremont Street. The man suspected, main suspect is a man named Sean Baker. It was said that a man had been walking along the pathway when he was suddenly shot in the stomach. The suspect had brown hair, blue eyes, and wore a baggy Armani suit, just like Sean Baker's. Sean was asked to tell the story. We're getting well. I just hang around the park when I saw a man walking along the pathway. Suddenly, a guy came up from behind him and shot him. Uh, when he suddenly shot his stomach, because he would have to sh- be sh- shot from behind if he-, he was shot in the stomach. So he couldn't have been shot from behind. Marcus, you Bam. are the next reacher. Bam. You are 6'4". That's All true. you got to do is hit the gym, gain 20 pounds of muscle. Hell yeah. Gain, grow, grow one inch. One inch. Yeah, you have to be 6'5". If you're Man. not 6'5", the, the crowd is going to go against you. Yeah, Marcus, I'm, real, I'm a real tiny guy. You, Marcus, I deem you worthy to be a detective. Hell yeah, nice. If this is how the detective test solved, goes, hip, sign me up. I'll become a detective. You saw four out of five of the detective mystery brain teasers for kids. Yeah, let's go. I'm a genius. Great job, Marcus. All right, back to the show. Back to the show, Nick. He Two episodes of the show, he goes around asking questions. In the, at the end of the first episode, he finds out that his brother is the murder victim. Yeah. Um. And then he's upset. They did it in a way that was very uh, where he just started. He he started talking about, 
all the details like he would with everything else where he just magically knew information about people. He's like, oh, yes, I could tell that you went to Harvard and blah, 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 blah. He did the same thing for the dead body, but it was obvious. It was like, oh, that's his brother because he knows yeah. these details. And then the next episode starts and he's pissed and he's ready to fucking like take some heads and basically just destroy everybody. Yeah. yeah. And he ends up in prison, I think, in the first episode with some guy who uh, is also kind of like a person of interest. He admits to the murder, but he definitely didn't do it. So they're trying to figure out who he's taking the fall for. It must be some big wig because this guy has money. So they must have something on his that they could threaten him with. Now, I think it was um, I knew I was enjoying the show, mm -hmm. but it wasn't until we got to the jail and they let Reacher literally just be fucking Batman. Yeah. That I was like, cool, because in that jail, he just fucking so uh, my favorite part was when the guy walked in to Hubble and was like, oh, ho, 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 look at the new fresh blood. Give me your mm -hmm. glasses. Stomps on them. And he's like, all right, now suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then Reacher comes out and is like foreboding against that guy. And he's like, I'm going to give you the count of three to get out of my cell. Yeah, yeah, One, yeah. two, pop, 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 pop. And he was like, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and I was like, it was like the first time he like did something that matched his physique yes. and then just a couple minutes later when there was a whole uh shower up. scene yeah. brawl i really loved the action in yes this. i thought it was grounded and real like reacher doesn't not get punched or stabbed you know mm -hmm. i really i really it's why i like daredevil so much right yeah like, i really appreciate it it's like yes he is the best there yes he is really fucking good at what he does but it felt There's real still six guys yeah the, there's my, still six guys one of my favorite scenes of daredevil is when he's fighting all those enemies in like the hallway and it's one continuous shot and in between people he's just like <sighs> like he's breathing Ugh. heavy Ugh. he's like you see yeah. the fatigue on him and i love that and the, the action in this and felt realistic enough yeah uh, oh, like yeah, totally. John Wick ish like, levels of reality, not quite there, not quite John Wick, not but not like in terms of like a little high choreographed like complexity, but in terms of like oh, it felt it was like a real thing someone could do maybe. Oh sure sure sure, I thought yeah because John Wick does like it close to absurd. Yes, <laughs> uh, the third one he's karate chopping people like this. They have a helmet, a motorcycle helmet on. He karate chops them just gently, and they're like oh, <laughs> you're like what the fuck man. And what you're like, Keanu Reeves getting old. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I love that too. I love, I think one of my favorite things of, from the action was in the second episode when somebody goes, I think it was in the second episode, somebody goes to punch him mm -hmm. in a, the face. Yeah. And he headbutts his fist. <laughs> somebody goes That's to punch him. That's a real him power move right there. That's the fist yeah. and breaks his hand. <laughs> it was that's the three absurd. kids. It was like that's absurd. It was <laughs> absurd. I believe he could do it. No. I believed it. No, no, Marcus. I think you could. No, you think I think you, you could. could head that? If your head was, if you were strong enough, and you had the right momentum, you and you knew what you're doing, train your head to be stronger. You can. It's a whole plot point in here about how the South Americans use headbutting in their karate. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is ridiculous. Right. I, yeah it doesn't matter just because it's a plot point doesn't mean it's real headbutting's <laughs> real dude not headbutting someone's fist that's I'm gonna crazy Google it. can i can i headbutt someone's fist can i if someone is about to hit you with a fist 
Should you ever headbutt the the incoming it? Let's see. Answer from Combat Methods and Arts. Okay, let's go. I've never driven my head into an (laughs) incoming fist, but I have dropped my forehead as defense. Oh, that makes sense. Yes. No one's ever done it, Nick. It actually... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Practical self-defense. It actually is not uncommon, but I am thinking not the way you are thinking. What happens if the person unloading a hand combination steps into the pocket and he says throw two straight... No, that's... What is it? What are you saying? (laughs) Oh, these are different... Oh, these are different questions. The answer is no. <laughs> if you can move in any way when someone's throwing a punch at you, it's to move out of the punch's way. Also, while headbutting is in fact, along with knees and elbows, most likely the most devastating strikes you can do. It's just to also one that you can is mess what up. I'm specifically arguing you don't headbutt hold on. I, you don't I head do, head, with I your, do you think headbutts are viable? I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't you don't headbutt with your forehead, you headbutt with the hardest part of your head, the top. The key is simple. You never headbutt a part of the enemy that's anywhere near as hard as your head. So the fist, you don't want to headbutt the fist. And it can be okay to headbutt with the forehead or the back of your head. No. Then you didn't answer the question. <laughs> Why'd you even answer? Because no one's asking this question. Go on, go headbutting on. Headbutting a pants. Underground, mixed martial arts.com. Okay. I've been working this technique recently, but only in boxing gloves and it's only against getting jabs. Punched. I've been working. Seems on this like technique. it would be really effective against bare knuckles. Anyone able to hurt an opponent's hand doing this and dis- and destroy 450 says, yeah, it's called the Brian Dennehy. Yeah, that's a joke. He's making fun of Brian Dennehy for getting punched in the face. Nick? Nah. Yeah, we got. I don't know. Where's the Detroit survival guy from TikTok? Get his opinion on this right now. I want to know. Can I be honest? Yeah. I'm just really surprised with how many people are talking about it in fucking Google. When I Google it, I was expecting yeah. to see nothing. That's and funny. people are talking about whether you can head with Jack fist. Reacher. And I say yes. Rick, has Reacher did it. An anti-fat thing going on that is kind of weird. And it's only been two. It's been both times there's been oh. a fat person on screen that he said something kind of mean. And I, I just was it more than the jail guy out of character. Yeah. So the, he says, "Oh, whatever, fatso." And then there's the guy pins the wall, and he makes a fat joke about the guy being pinned to the wall. And it was like one, like immediately after he, it was like, well, there's a big fat thing, like whatever in there. It was like a weird ta- kind of like off-putting fat. I don't joke. remember. And like, oh, I don't I, remember the second one. I get it. Like, it's fine. It wasn't like the worst thing in the world, but it was just like, again, <laughs> like, I, I missed the second one. On this? I would have thought the same if I heard the second. Tree? I thought the first one where he was talking to the, the jail, the jail yeah, yeah, in yeah. the jail cell. It yeah. was like, you're talking because he was trying to use that language. Sure, he was yeah, like, he's trying to intimidate I didn't, him. I didn't fine. give you permission I didn't to give like me. It, he was, I was like, like, this is, this is okay. my honey. But then when he said it the second time, I didn't I was hear like, the second one. I missed it both times I watched. I missed it both times. That was probably just not necessary. Yeah, no, it felt it was so weird. Uh, uh, but that being said, I, I I do really like the physicality of Reacher. Sure, the, yeah, yeah. The the stunts he's doing, the fighting is good. Yeah, I think, I think all, the acting too. I think that all they're all doing a good job. Yeah, I think the acting's really good, right? Yeah. Like I think, like I was saying before, Roscoe and Finley. It's so it would be so easy to be lost, but they have just clear, distinct personalities. Mm-hmm. They're interesting. Yeah, I I think well, and uh you oh go ahead no go well I was just gonna say I think you get more if Finley as the show goes on right yeah. now he's a little like yeah reserved he's holding his chips close to the vest yeah. you can tell right now there's a lot of but you learn more heads yeah where it's but like, I think it's good butting heads it makes sense because mm-hmm. they still respect each other you can tell right mm, I don't I don't think Jack Reacher respects him right now well he trusts him uh, he's telling him stuff and he's I, on oh, his I side. feel like, like after he, the second episode I like I feel like Jack Reacher yeah, yeah, yeah. 
rightfully so very annoyed oh, with this at, man <laughs> at, at the beginning he was annoyed by him but yeah. he can tell he's like garnering his yeah, respect yeah, 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 as yeah. slowly but surely mm-hmm. with just being like doing the right thing and yeah. saying the right thing and he, and it, that happens more but roscoe you do get a little bit of her you do get like a little bit of her story especially as like the they're in the hotel she seems you know? too into him i don't i i, I thought the same thing <laughs> But to be fair, to be fair, uh, if you lived in a small town and all around you were your cousins, that's not what's happening. That, this that, it is, it is. She's from a small town where everyone's either family or knew them from a kid as, as a yes, fucking. But you know what's next? To small towns, Nick. Other towns. You could drive an hour. Marcus, and go Marcus meet someone. Ask someone who lived in a small town. Nope, that's not how it works. It's just literally just they not how it works. When you Atlanta, live in a small town, they can go to Atlanta. She can date. They don't. You don't. That's not how it works. I'm just saying. Ask man. Joseph, who's married, who's married to his high school sweetheart. <laughs> Ask anybody in that town. You know how many people in my town are married to their high school sweethearts or the people that they knew in town? You don't go outside the town, Marcus. That's mm-hmm. not what you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they went so, to Alabama never, to get one beer. <laughs> But did they go there to meet men, Darren? No. But she could have. She's too busy with her law enforcement work. I think the the fact that the character is written in such a way, or of Jack Reacher, in such a way that he is like peak manhood, and then yeah. the like only woman that's in there is like obsessed with him almost immediately and like is fawning over him is kind of like it plays into sort of like the male fantasy aspect of this thing. Yeah, hundred percent. In a way, I think that there's was a like, toxic. Eh, I don't like. There's it. a little bit of a toxic masculinity thing happening in this show. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, like I don't think it. I, I've seen way worse. I've For seen sure. way worse. Yeah. So I'm like, but I, th- I think the reason it doesn't bother me is one because I think everyone's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Two because I think Alan Richson. I, actor, yeah. I feel as if I know him more, mm-hmm. and I know he's actively butting against that. He's actively like doing what he can on his Instagram and on his platforms. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he hasn't always done that. This is new for him to like yeah, get yeah. to the side of it all. He's like combating against that. Mm-hmm. I think is why, is why like, I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me too much. And also I think just like Roscoe is an interesting, cool character, you know? Yeah. Like I think, I don't think her character is defined by the fact that she's super into Reacher. Is she super In into Reacher? In the first Reacher? two episodes, yes. is she, fucking... is def- she is defined by that. And later I'm sure it, they, she, grows but she hasn't done anything well, other than like i think she's like him. doing i think she is she's trying to be a good cop she's trying to like keep the peace she's trying to like be nice to the wife whose husband's probably dead she's like following around and like doing the right thing as they go uh-huh. you know i think she's you know i don't know i, I don't know she doesn't seem to have a personality outside of like her interactions with jack reacher which is fine for the first two episodes i'm not gonna like Bad, like, no, she's a cop. The first her family is all dead. Her family have found the town. <laughs> ah, she, yes. everybody's incompetent in the town. Her father figure person was uh, killed Those or died are, or something. Everyone being incompetent in town has nothing to do with her personality. <laughs> Isn't it? She's only Neither does her family being dead. Well, but I know I, Batman. This time, Batman would argue <laughs> <laughs> that is my only personality trait. That is oh, his only personality. Have you seen the Describe new Batman? Batman's personality? Uh, no, I have not. He, okay, he has a lot of mental issues that he needs to deal with. <laughs> his personality is his mental issues. <laughs> I mean, that's true, though. To it's be true. fair, not hey, not all the time. Not everybody. 
No, I mean Batman. That's true. For Batman, yes. Unless you read the webcomic series of Batman Adventures where it's like all the kids. He's very even keeled. I think Batman's written well a lot of times because he's so popular. He gets a lot of good writers in there that change up the narrative. Yeah. You know, I like when Batman's a good detective and not when he's just punching people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I would also say because he's so popular, there's always so many titles that there's a lot of bad Batman written out there too. Yep. But where he's uh, percentage wise, you get more good than other characters right. get other like i think you're right characters get yeah i would say the same for spider-man mm, yeah i agree spider-man he's another one spider-man's had a lot of great storylines so yeah in the show uh, there's not a lot much more that happens they um yeah you go over everything else that uh, happens because i don't i i'm done with my points on the show i think no i don't think there's much too much more to say we 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 wrap up with so his brother's dead he's gonna be like i I do like the line against when he tells the barber the barber's like i'm sorry your brother's dead what are you gonna do are you here for retribution and he's like retribution justice vengeance the whole kit and caboodle Mm -hmm. he's like i just i love the that feeling you get off a reacher where he's like oh i'm gonna burn this whole town down Mm -hmm. i'm gonna fucking kill every single fucker in here that had anything to do with my brother's passing Mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah yeah Yeah, i get that vengeance stories are just um they're they're um i feel like i don't know why they feel like a guilty pleasure of like watching but it's like sure it's a nice guilty pleasure right because it's like oh yeah take everyone down i think uh, in society we are constantly being beaten down and it's nice to live that fantasy vicariously through the characters where you get to get revenge for someone being wrong wronged in a way you know yeah yeah agreed and i think you know as the show goes on you it's it's more of the same but but things get ratcheted up really nicely mm-hmm. it's it's really it's really cool oh it was nice seeing uh lana lang from smallville yeah okay, maybe that's why i felt like it was a cw show i feel like i was seeing two people in a cw show and also i was learning more about this guy from a podcast that had a third cw character involved who has a lot of cw characters mm-hmm. on people on from supernatural to smallville yeah. All, yeah. all of them the, oh probably cw did you see donald Faison is playing booster gold no uh, in really? legends of tomorrow they just introduced donald Faison as booster gold and i feel like you also really liked scrubs so you would uh I appreciate really like that oh cool that's good casting yeah i agree people some some nerds were getting upset with that like oh you're casting a black guy as donald Faison. I feel like Donald Faison, though, is one of those people that, like, he's just a great, he's a great comedian actor. Like, he's, like, as big of a star as you could probably get for this role. And, like, yes, you know. I don't watch this show, but now I'm, like, I want to watch the show. Because Donald, I love Donald Faison, and I think he would be a great Booster Gold. I genuinely love the the combo character Booster Gold. I am an actual fan, unlike the people saying that, like, they don't like this casting because of whatever, because he's black. I, I love Booster Gold, and I think this is great casting. Yeah, but the thing about Donald Faison is like, or, or Booster Gold is nothing about him is white exactly no offense to yeah Mr. and and honestly it's kind of weird that he's white because he's from the future and there should and be he was less a janitor white. too <laughs> i mean also just like what? statistically <laughs> okay uh, all we've seen is him wear all we've seen from him so far is wearing a hat with a star on it he i was, was like looking for a costume clueless. that's all hell yeah <laughs> he is what was it was paul rudd in clueless or no? Paul Rudd wasn't Clueless. He was good. Okay, so he's not the but only good actor. Paul Rudd. But that was like before Paul Rudd was good. He was just like Beefcake. 
He was like a pretty boy. He was the stepbrother, right? Oh, the show. Yeah. He, yeah. Donald Faison was on the show Clueless, which was good. I watched a lot of that show. There was a Clueless TV we show? We should do. There was a Clueless TV show. Okay. We're, we're getting way off track, but I was just going to say that there are so <laughs> many shows I watched as a poor kid, poor Hispanic kid in the Bronx, like Walker, Texas Ranger, Reba, and like, and clueless the tv shows that i feel like weren't for me or I, I i could not relate to in any way whatsoever was it all the same people from the clueless movie except the main person i think so yeah they recast her that's lame well she's probably too big to do the tv show but i would like to do a, a dive into that about why i don't know like like maybe interview other minorities and like talk about their favorite white shows growing up <laughs> Well, it's weird because, I mean, I do this. I've done the same thing where it's like, what? What? We were supposed to fucking exclusively watch the George Lopez show? Like, no, it's just I know, but it's interesting. It's just so interesting. Like, yeah. Reba, especially I think about all the time. Like, what? Like, a little kid from the Bronx has never been anywhere. I can I cannot relate to Reba in any way whatsoever. Never because did I listen to country of music. Reba are universal. <laughs> They are universal <laughs> stories that we all yeah. can relate but to. But I Marcus. loved that show. I loved that show so much. Yeah. But Fresh Prince, that was more my speed. That was more relatable. I understood that a little bit more. Yeah. I'd have to like look at lists of shows to see what I spent all my time watching. Mm -hmm. But like I probably watched too many episodes of Happy Days <laughs> and Nick at Night. Yeah. Fair like I've, I've watched more episodes of Happy Days than I'm sure the next passerby. Or yeah. Or I Dream of Genie. We've You've never dated genies can't relate <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh i love lucy i used to watch i love lucy a lot oh yeah 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 that's a big one yeah i feel like that's a big in minority communities too i love lucy mm -hmm. i agree my mom loves i love lucy she's a huge fan yeah. she was like so excited that our school was near the i love lucy museum she was like oh my god i get to go Did she i go? never went i think she went oh i went it was cute anyway but uh, we got we way off back topic. to reacher <laughs> Yeah, back to Reacher, I think. <laughs> All in the family on uh, Nick at Night caused my lifelong bad sleep habits. <laughs> old Man Rom in the chat. All in the family. Wow, that's a really white that's, one, Old Man Rom. That's, that's an old a one. very that's that is a next level past Happy Days all, and Reba. What is All in the Family? That's the one where they sit at the piano at the beginning. Oh, that's like, what like the family for, guy uh, intro. Fatty Arbuckle. Yeah. No, not Fatty. Jesus Christ, what's that guy's name? All in the uh, family. It, where they there's what's that song that the, they sing on the piano? Da, ba, da, ba, da, da. No. Yeah, I don't. Well, the Family Guy is based off of it. That is Archie Bunker. Archie Bunker. Come and knock on my door. I'm waiting for you. No, that's Three's Company. That's <laughs> <laughs> which we, i also watch a lot of okay this might have to be the extra extras of the podcast episode you want me to cut this i can cut this have to i can cut, cut all that so segue back into reacher well and then okay uh man reacher what a show that was <laughs> what a perfect I said segue good. this is i said good I can't segue well. Hold on, hold on. I can bring it back. Yeah, do a good segue. Do a good segue back. Okay, I will. I will. I will. So well, it doesn't even out. have to be a segue. It just has to be clean cut. Okay, clean okay. cut it, Nick. Clean stop cut talk, this shit. Stop talking. Stop talking. And I can clean I cut will it. stop talking now. So really, I think the when Reacher wraps up, I think it just really sets up what's going to happen for the rest of the show, right? It's like, it's more... <laughs> what? I, that was perfect. That was you so smooth. Up. Oh, yeah. No, totally. Now I can't cut it. No, now I can't cut it. That was 
good. Uh, I'm not cutting it out. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think that, that that's everything I have to say about the show. I the reason I really the reason I wanted to give it to you is because I I knew you never watch it. Another one was because of that interview with Alan Richson uh, that you I already that. watched because yeah, yeah. I think you know that gives really good context. But also, I just think it's hard to get a show like this that still feels okay, right? Like you go mm-hmm. back and watch Texas Chain uh, Texas Chainsaw Ranger, <laughs> Texas Walker Ranger. I know Texas it sucks Walker that Ranger. we like did that episode recently because yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. getting tongue tied. Texas Walker Ranger and and shows like that. Or even like shows as good as or TV show movies as good as Die Hard. We we mm-hmm. don't get. I love like the American action. I love Mission Impossible. I've given it to you on the show. Uh-huh. I I I really really enjoy this, and it's been a while since we've gotten a good one. Yes, you know? not even great, like just good. You mm-hmm. know, good enough to fucking just literally just watch and yeah be okay with i get that which is why i was really excited that this came out and i'm super excited for the second season because i think i think if you listen to the interviews with alan ritson he had a really tough time filming this one because they didn't know if it'd be successful so they was like on a time yeah, crunch and he was sure. getting injured and it was a whole bunch of stuff and he even said in that interview he's like listen what if we do a season two we are not doing it the way we did a season one. Yeah. I need like time and like recovery. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. You know, because now I'm sure they're like mm-hmm. trying to like suck Alaris's dick because yeah. he crushed it. Like everybody's praising him, mm-hmm. which I think is rightly so. I think yeah, everyone everyone agrees. Like even the critics are like, I don't like the show. But Alan Richmond was good. Mm-hmm. So I'm just really excited about, I think, in the second season, they could ratchet it up even more. There could be even, like, cooler action beats, like, even more intrigue. And, you know, this is based off of the first Lee Child book he wrote. So, like, huh. from here, I know, which which was, I was surprised. Usually, yeah. we'll start, like, in the middle. The best book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, they started with the first book, the beginning of him being this thing. So I was reading the synopsis of what the second book is, and he, like, helps a lady with her dry cleaning. And like she gets abducted by people and she ends up being like a congressperson's like daughter or something. Huh. So like I'm like, oh, I can see how that'd be cool. Like Alan yeah, Rich is just going yeah. and then there's a whole abduction, like this whole like I think I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited for it. He can but just anyway, Mark is pulled into new mysteries. And yeah, stuff. And yeah. that's why this is a really I, honestly, it's probably why there's so many books. It's smart. Yeah. He's just like the whole conceit is a, a reacher walks around America, finds problems and solves them. Yep. <laughs> like that's yep. like yep. Yep. he's bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's cross country bad. Man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Marcus, that's all I have to say about Reacher. Is there anything else you'd yes. like to say? Uh, no. I'm oh, good. No. I'm okay. Good. <laughs> I'm Great. Good. Marcus. Yeah. Did you like the show? Uh, no, I did not like the show. <laughs> but I appreciate it a little bit. No. Sure. <laughs> but I appreciated it. And I could totally that's see fair. how that's you fair. would like it. I totally understand why people like it. I personally, yeah. just, it wasn't for me. Well, Marcus, would you recommend it? Yeah, I think I would recommend the show to people. I think like it's a good if you like CSI Miami, like not Miami, if you like CSI and like those kinds of shows, Walker, Texas it's Ranger, totally like if you like those kinds of shows, where you're like, I can turn off my brain and just chill and like watch like action-y kind of stuff, then totally watch it. Yeah. I think it's one of the best versions of that, like uh, of sure, CIS yeah. or CSI. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. It's still one of those shows, but mm-hmm. it's the better version of it. And Marcus, will you continue to watch the show? I will not. No, I'm sorry. I you don't want to know what happened. I do you don't want to know if Kleiner, if Kleiner is responsible for all these killings. Nope. You don't want to know how the South Americans come I into do play. Not care you don't want to know all. who kills Richard's brother. <laughs> It's not drugs. It's actually really smart. Oh, you want me to just tell you? Yeah, just like tell the me. last. The... Oh well, I okay, don't know. So spoilers People for the... might spoil it. No, spoilers. Fine, okay. guys. Uh, skip ahead one minute. 
spoilers for the whole show so you find out that it's a counterfeit money and oh they were just getting into that in this episode second episode you mentioned it and his brother basically made it so you can't counterfeit money anymore like you could only there's only one place in the world that prints this kind of the Mm -hmm. american paper and it can't be reproduced and you find out what they're doing is they're stripping the ink off of old one dollar bills and turning and printing on top of them is how they got around the you can't make the paper anymore yeah, yeah so they're like literally taking old bills that's smart and then it's a whole you know it's what you would expect you know yeah yeah there's it's a fucking scheme with all the people up top yeah yeah of course and they're all trying to but yeah get money cool yeah interesting yeah interesting yeah, yeah. Hmm. there's some cool beats there's i some can cool see beats. that um, maybe i'll send it. you a clip or two yeah like yeah cool yeah beats. for sure send me clips I, i'd watch clips of this show for sure the good stuff and good I, stuff. I would this is one of those shows where if you were sitting talking to me about it i'd listen and like be interested genuinely but i don't think i'm yeah. gonna watch it anymore it's a long show it's mm-hmm. not for everyone to sit yeah. there for an hour like finding clues and yeah. block, talking to small town folks about nothing to get yeah. to where you need to go yeah it's texas chains it's texas chainsaw ranger it's Texas Chainsaw ranger yep for sure yeah it's Texas Chainsaw Ranger. <laughs> all right marcus okay that nick. is the episode and now is my challenge to you nick i've been Let's watching see. something new something spicy something you don't Wonderful. watch new things Marcus. it's maybe not Honestly, that new I, I watch a lot of new things i just don't like a lot of new things so i never give them to you that's what i meant that's what i meant sure. you don't like a lot of new things yeah. is what i meant yeah i'm watching severance right now and i was like man i kind of want to give this to nick but i'm like eh, nothing has happened severance? yet to make me give it to you that's not what i'm giving to you, you said so don't severance? worry about it severance nick what the fuck severance it's a show on apple tv with adam scott that's pretty good right now but nothing big has happened and i feel like i'm waiting for more to happen why are you even watching it i don't know what makes you like like, it's weird it's weird it's it's like um, a mystery kind of like i was like twin peaksy yes a little bit okay anyway nick i'm giving you the show the anime three episodes oh anime of ranking of kings don't google it right now (laughs) okay just accept the challenge. <laughs> Take it. Well, I, I'm gonna Take have to Google it to it find is. it to watch. I just <laughs> wanted to like what it is. I want to look at a picture. Okay, look at, a picture. look at a picture. Go. Okay, look at a picture. Well, <laughs> now I had it, and you made me like exit. Now all wait. Came up for it. While you look at a three <laughs> episodes, three episodes of Ranking of Kings. I watched it. Literally a little kid with a little king crown. I cried. Two episodes in, I cried, and I was like, "Fuck, man, fuck this show." Oh, Oh, it's new. Uh-huh. Okay. It, it's funny because it kind of looks old. Yep. I'll looks explain. Like Studio Ghibli a little bit. I'll explain all of this when our, the episode comes up. I've already Only done three my episodes? research. Three episodes. That's it. Each one's like 20 oh. minutes long. Okay. How can I watch it? Crunchyroll? It's on Crunchyroll. Is and the first also, season there's done? other places you can watch anime, and you probably watch it there, I too. Understand what, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> what was the other thing you said? Uh, I, I don't remember. Okay. Is season one done, or is it, is it currently uh, airing? It's currently airing still i think they're on episode like 20 something all right uh three episodes of ranking of kings is next week's Mm, challenge mm, mm, i mm, will be watching mm, the dub mm, just specifically to spite marcus that's what i'm watching i like the dub it's good (laughs) (laughs) but guys thank you so much for listening to our reacher episode you can check us out everywhere at now try this cast everywhere you get podcasts now try this now try this and now try this cast.com to find all of our socials and our tags and everything patreon.com slash now try this cast to join the conversation and help us keep the show going but if you don't have any money or time please just take the one minute to give us a five-star reviews on itunes or spotify mm-hmm. nick uh, before we close out i do want to say i appreciate the emotional journeys 
and the like genres that we are able to go through in this podcast. Like we started From off this horror. episode talking about we did horror last episode. We started this episode talking about Final Fantasy. Then we talked about like the super like male fantasy show. And then we're talking about anime, anime next week. It's great. I love it. We're just like everywhere. We're a podcast Marcus, for everyone. I couldn't do this with anyone else. <laughs> and on that note, thank you guys for joining us. We love you and good night. And remember to go out there and try some things. Friends get together so they can try things. Ranking of Kings, huh? Hell yeah, baby. Ranking of Kings, huh? I've Hell never heard yeah. of this. This is new. Oh, you really haven't I heard of like it? I feel like I'm so out of touch. Yeah, I feel like I'm so out of touch with anime. I, was I just haven't had time to watch it. No, I mean, right now, I'm not watching. I still haven't finished Love is War, dude. And I was so hyped to give that to you on the fucking show. Oh, like, yeah, I just, you were. I'm so, I'm so, I, I'm so, we haven't finished Hunter Hunter since what we watched on the episode. Yeah. We haven't. I'm. I, we took us forever to finish the first, se- the last season of My Hero. Yeah. Uh, to get to the My Villain. I haven't villain finished arc. that one yet. Uh, I liked it. I really liked how it played out. But it took me forever to do that. I just sit sit down to watch an anime. We just haven't it's had time hard, to do anything. Man. It's hard. Yeah. It's so crazy.